Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Go ahead. Life on the line. Go ahead. You think he's better than Cousins? Hell yes! All right. Hell yes! Hold on, hold on. I might disqualify you from this show right now. Did you just bring up Kirk Cousins? Did Kirk Cousins? Cousins won a playoff game on the road. Oh, my God. Kirk Cousins? Has he won a playoff game on the road? Absolutely not. Did Dak Prescott win a playoff game on the road? No. No. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's oh, football geez. and team sport. You I'm not a love of Cousins either, but you're making Prescott no, out to be no, a little better no, than you. Now, now, now you're just Come trying on. to force it. You have him at number nine. Derek Carr? No! 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 no. Oh, come on, now you can't just automatically say no. That's a debate. Yes, that's Ken. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, man. That, uh... I don't even know, like, if you need to continue first take anymore. Like, Stephen A versus... I love the glaring Judd there. What is Judd. going on with this? It's, it's, got it's sun the coming sun. through it's your sunlight blinds. coming through your blinds. Gone. It looked fine before. Well, close your blinds. They are closed. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is incredible. I love Judd. You talk. I'm going to work on this. Okay. okay. Come on. This isn't happening. That was, uh, that was one of the godfathers of, of New York sports talk there. Yeah. Christopher Mad Dog Russo and Stephen A. Smith just... Sp- spastically shouting at each other about Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. It's pretty much what we do every day on this show, according to some of the people that consume Purple Daily, which is presented by Surly Brewing Company and uh, TCL TVs. Enjoy uh, TCL, which is one of the best TVs for watching football. They got a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with no glare and stunning resolution. All at an affordable cost. You look great. Like you look- Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. This really is perfect. Good. What happened? Yeah. The sun, because it's wintertime, it's moving around and stuff, different time of the day. And so I, I like, had it. It's pretty much why? the same. Man. Yeah, I think it's the same. It might move sun. by, like, a minute or two. Yeah, but, it's moving know. a little bit, and here's the problem. So we, just full d- disclosure, we we start recording ordinarily at uh, 10 Central, and we're starting at uh, just after 9. I got so the sun's in a different flight. place. The sun's in a different place. Oh, poor you. And so, so, you, so you're pretty much the Kirk Cousins of so Purple start, Daily Host. Like, if something gets thrown off a little so we bit, we can't it's start just... at nine ever again. <laughs> we can't. Uh, no, we're never starting at nine again. No problem. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Well, it's te- it's technically, it's nine fifteen. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, Maybe we need to. If the sun, you know. Anyway, it's fixed. Okay. Well, welcome to Purple Daily. Glad we. Uh, oh, thanks. Glad we avoided glare crisis there. 
I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. And we got our executive producer, Declan, back after uh, an exorcism like 24-hour flu. Oh, God. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's what we say every day on this show. And, uh, you know, you guys sometimes, the audience criticizes us because we we tend to lean on Kirk Cousins as our, our main talker here. That you got, When are you guys going to talk about something other than Kirk Cousins? Well, we hear you loud and clear because today it's all about meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Boys and girls. Love meat and potatoes. The Vikings. Yeah. Starches. The Vikings need some offensive line help. They have for years. And they try. Like, they draft, you know, first-round center here, Bradbury, Boss, you know, second-round guys. But today is all about free agent center and guard options that the Vikings can tap into if they clear some cap space in 30 days from now. Football. Are you guys ready for a meat and potatoes episode of Purple Daily? Yeah, let's get down to it. Let's get down to a position that must be improved so Kirk Cousins can be the best quarterback he can possibly be. Or whoever, maybe they wind up. Tra- there's a there's a great article on ESPN.com today about the the quarterback market. You know, they're whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Cousins or a rookie or somebody else. Uh, Garrett Bradbury probably no longer qualified to to be the set, the starting center. Ole Udo probably don't need twelve holding calls. You know, in a season, yeah. Pro- probably good on that. So Pro Football Focus has put together just a wonderful ranking of the top 100 free agents. They actually, I think they actually go to like 150 or 200 here uh, on the page I'm looking at. They have 11 guards or centers among their top 100 free agents. That's right. 11% of the top 100 free agents fall right into the Vikings wheelhouse of need on the offensive line. I think last year, if I remember right, looking at that same list, I think there was like three guards or something in the top 100, maybe four. And a lot of them were sort of toward the back end. Mm-hmm. But there are there are options, and I just want to – we don't have to spend a half hour on each of these guys, but I just want – and I'm going to mix in some reckless speculation because I did get a direct message that I would like to read to you guys about one of these guards. Okay. But the number one guard on the market, and he's the 12th overall free agent – I'm sorry, uh, the number one center. This is a centers and guards list I'm looking at here. Is Ryan Jensen, 31 years old, Tampa Bay Buccaneers the last few years, and he has ranked – 14th, 18th, and 2nd among centers in the NFL the last few years. So just a rock-solid, steady starting center. I worry a little bit, like some of the guys on this list are going to be past the age of 30. I feel like the Vikings are going to be thinking about more of a 3-5 to five year window. So I would I would pay closer attention to the guys that are like 26, 27 years old on this list than the guys who are 30. Okay. But Ryan Jensen is the number one starting center on the market. He's projected to uh, to sign a three-year, $10 million per year average contract. Um, I actually like this one, and here's why, too. This this line, the tackles, I think are good. I think, you know, we, we know for a fact that the right tackle is very good. Mm-hmm. I think the left tackle, Derisaw being a first-round pick, is going to be good. Um I know Ezra Cleveland at left guard wasn't perfect, but I do think that he definitely is is solidified there and will continue to improve. And here's what I like about a guy like Ryan Jensen. Veteran guy. Your point about his age is well taken. But I, I wouldn't mind them signing a glue guy, veteran guy, because that's a young line. Like, like it's one of the youngest lines in the NFL. You know, yeah, and and 
if you could sign a glue guy who is uh who is uh um an offensive lineman's uh uh just a go getter, just a meat and potatoes guy to sort of be your to sort of be not just a productive player, but also your Pat Bev of the line. Just a kick-ass. I, I feel like this line across the board, among its deficiencies, and there are quite a few, one thing that has struck me in the last few years is they're not that mean. Like, you're not scared of them. Like, you should be scared <laughs> of the linemen. Like, like Hutch. Steve Hutchinson was an SOB on the field. And you were scared of him. Like it's like, oh my God, there's Steve. So no, there's no there's no pedigree. There's no yeah, there's no nastiness. There's, there's no kick it. There's no I'm gonna kick your ass to next Sunday. And I want that. So that's the one thing about a veteran guy, especially playing that position, anchoring, literally anchoring the offensive line that intrigues me. Yeah, I think especially with a quarterback, if you move forward with Kirk, that just he's he's not the field general that some of the other guys around the league are like, he's not the field general that a Brady is or a Rogers or a Russell Wilson. You need a center. That's not in over his head. I think center is important for all teams in the NFL, all quarterbacks. I think it's even more important with, with cousins take charge, right? Yeah. Just a take charge. I'm going to kick your ass center. (laughs) I love that. We need some sort of analytic for the kick your ass quotient. I bring a lot to the table here that go well (laughs) beyond the statistical analysis. The number one guard on the market, according to Pro Football Focus, is Brandon Scherf. He's the 18th ranked overall free agent. And uh, among all starting guards, and there's there have been around 80 of them qualified the last three years, he has ranked 13th, 4th, and 9th. So pretty solidly a top 10 guard in the NFL. And I'm just going to, you know, it's, it's a reckless speculation Thursday here on Mackie and Judd. We can... Carried over to Purple Daily. I received a direct message from, let's call this person Rocky in Iowa a couple days ago. And and, and I'm just going to preface this by saying I would not be doing my duty as the CEO of Vikings Twitter and as one of the three heads here on this daily Vikings entertainment talk show if I didn't read you this direct message and just throw it out there. We're all, listen, this is our little club of People family. that want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. All right, this is just yeah. a little reckless speculation no. among friends and family. Okay. Yep. Take it with a grain of salt or run with it. I don't care. I'm just. I'm just. Don't kill the messenger. Okay. Rocky in Iowa says, "Here's a little inside information for you regarding Brandon Scherf. I was born and raised in Iowa, and as you know, Brandon graduated from the University of Iowa. Mm. While at the University of Iowa, he married a woman from Rock Valley, Iowa." During the off-season, he lives in the Rock Valley area. This is seven miles from where I grew up. He works out at the gym in Sioux Center, Iowa, and has told people he prefers to sign with either the Vikings or the Chiefs this off-season because it's closer to home for him. These are his top two choices, the Vikings and the Chiefs. This is not speculation. This is the honest-to-God truth. Please do not use my real name on the air. But you can definitely uh, say that you received the message from someone who has inside information regarding Brandon Scherf. Reckless speculation. Take that, Adam Schefter, take, Ian oh, Rappaport. You could take that to the bank. 
The blood bank. The guard bank. There's going to be a tweet from one of those two today. It just, just randomly pops up about Brandon Scherf yeah. for, uh, for first two destinations, Kansas City or Minnesota. Now, now I guess the question on Scherf, who, but by the way, if I was the Vikings, would intrigue me a lot. And I think the Chiefs are, I think the Chiefs did their, their O-line um, redo last spring. So I think that they're in decent shape now. Would you pay the price on Scherf? So he, he was franchised by Washington he's last very, year, right? He'll be expensive. Yeah, he'll be expensive. He'll so be here's expensive. The, the projected contract. Here's some info on Brandon Scherf. So he's, he's 30 years old, which again... Guards age a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. gracefully is the right word because they all have they all have double chins and neck beards and things. But like, you can get away with a guard. They in don't his lose early their 30s. speed, Phil. Yeah. They oh never my god, had that guard lost all his speed. He can't pull anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's not like they're you know a cornerback trying to cover forty yards you know uh, at a time. They're just kind of in their own bubble. And then, but like zone blocking schemes, you do have to get out. You can't yeah. you know you, you can't just be a total sloth. Uh, but 30 years old, he's projected to sign a three-year, $16 million average annual value contract with $30 million guaranteed. He would be, unless I'm missing something on this list, he is projected to have the biggest contract of any free agent center or guard. So, you know, there's things you can do. You know, if you sign into a three-year contract, you could, you could have a, you could backload some of that right into the second, third years, but. Just to give you an idea of where the Vikings stand cap wise, they're like twelve or thirteen million over the cap right now. They'd have to clear out twenty million dollars from where they are now just to sign their draft picks, and then clear another twenty plus million dollars if yeah. they want a guy like Brandon Scherf and some other free agents. So, I mean, they'd have to do some major restructuring. Maybe they'd have to even say goodbye to Cousins or Daniel Hunter or something. So, yeah, I think it's a long shot that they would have enough. Money compared to the five or six other teams that probably also would love for Brandon Scherf to sign with them. Uh, but it's very interesting that he's available. He's an Iowa kid. The Vikings have a huge need at guard, and he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. That one, if he approached me and and said, I want to play for your team, I would work long and hard to make that work. I, I think that that would, again, also alter the feeling about the entire line. Mm-hmm. Because, because and, and look, guards now are extremely important. I know that, that they're nondescript, sometimes fat guys. But, but gone are the days where it, it's like, and this was part of what? Rick's problem, right? We'll find guards. We'll find some guards. It's like, no, you actually won't find guards. Well, and, like, you should be able to. You should, like... You should be able to draft a guard in the fourth round, but but it's like the Vikings have whiffed on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're they're extremely important, and a guy like Scherf would alter the feeling about the interior position of no. that line. I think on the day he signed, I feel like I guess I'll, I'll back up. I wonder if the Vikings using you know sixteen starting guards over the past six years, if that's more of a talent identification problem, like a Rick Spielman problem. Or if it was an issue with just developing, you know, from Mike Zimmer all the way down through the offensive coaching staffs, right. the revolving door of offensive coordinators, Tony Sperano tragically passing away. You know, they, they haven't had a whole lot of stability when it comes to developing day in and day out, off season, training camp, practices, offensive linemen. Yep. And they've and you you can't blame Spielman for not exhausting resources in the draft anymore, right? That was a thing for a while, but first round center. First round left tackle, second round left guard, 
Ezra Cleveland, second uh-huh. round right tackle. So they've used draft picks. Um, I'm not going to go through all of these, but like just to fly through some. So Lakin Tomlinson is the uh, third rated guard or center on this PFF list. 26, the overall free agent. He's 30 years old. And again, among 80 qualified guards the last three years, he's ranked 13th, 8th, and 22nd. He's been a rock-solid guard for the San Francisco 49ers. Zone-heavy run scheme, so it's going to be kind of a similar run-blocking scheme, most likely, to what uh, KOC is going to want to run. Connor Williams is 25 years old, and he was the 11th-rated guard in the league last year for Dallas. He's expected to sign a much less lucrative contract, something in maybe the $7 million a year range. Zone-heavy scheme um, in Dallas. James Daniels from the Bears, 24 years old, guard. Austin Corbett, 26 years old, guard, Rams, projected to sign a $9 million a year contract. That's intriguing. That's one to watch. Yes. That's intriguing. And at 26, my guess is he's coming out of his, if I'm not mistaken, his first contract. And and I will say, I think that there is, I think that that is perceived by a lot of GMs as the sweet spot. Because because you're going to get paid, but you're still you're either in your prime or in Corbett's case, you might be considered to be entering your prime. And so that first contract, when, when that's done, becomes a very intriguing time to try and sign guys because you're going you're banking on, on the fact that you're going to get four to five more really good years, mm-hmm. not not like two more good, good years. And then he's 32 or something like that. And you're concerned about it. The last two years, he has ranked 27th out of 82 guards and 11th out of 80 guards. So just, you know, I, it's it's less about finding, at that position, it's less about finding the best. I mean, it'd be great if you could have another Steve Hutchinson. You just right. want to avoid train wrecks. It's a, as Eric Eager, our friend from Pro Football Focus, will tell us, it's a weak link unit. If if you've got an Ole Udo and he's committing penalties and he's yeah. a swinging gate, it makes the rest of the defensive or the uh, offensive lineman worse too. And the write-up on Austin Corbett is he turned his career around in Sean McVay's wide zone offense. Um, he's graded above the 50th percentile among all guards in zone and gap rushing schemes. That's right, zone and gap rushing Football. schemes. It's all important since the start of last season. Uh, and he's graded in the top half of all qualifying guards in pass blocking grade on true pass sets, which is what the Vikings are terrible at on the interior. So that's probably for for money reasons, for connection to Kevin O'Connell. Austin Corbett is probably the one to circle on here. Twenty six years old, he would fit in with a three to five year window. So Brandon Scherf would be amazing, but Austin Corbett might make more sense for a few other. And reasons. and if Kirk is staying, I don't see how you don't um, subtract elsewhere from from players who are eating up the cap. Um, not to improve interior line because one is we know we know that the pressure that really bugs and uh, derails Kirk and if Kirk gets derailed you're in trouble is interior right it's mm-hmm. up the gap it's not the outside stuff that's a problem but that's not but the biggest problem is um, when Kirk gets the ball, the ball is snapped, and there is a big fat guy in his face because the center of guard didn't block big fat guy, okay? Uh, so that is that is why I think the right guard position especially, but that other guard position across from Cleveland or center needs to be addressed. 
Now, here's the real question, though. If you're crazy, and and I'm sure that you're going to work hard to clear cap space, but there's a you know there's a chance here that you're not going to clear a ton. You can clear some. Do you address if I can address one of two, center or guard, with a with a free agent signing that's going to cost me, but I can't center. address both. Center. Okay. Hundred percent. Yep. There's I think there's there's fewer people on the planet that can that can lead and play center at a high level. You can, you again, I say this knowing the Vikings history, you can find guards. You should be able Stop. to find guards. You did it. You, you should be it. able Thanks, to find Rick. guards. Rick, it's you, great to have you on the show. But if you're, I guess I'll flip the question around. If you had to gamble that you can just find a guy, would you take rather gamble that you can find a guy at guard or center? I don't want to gamble. Like, Garrett Bradbury is terrible, but, you know, I, there's not a bunch of guys out there that can play center. So I would rather solidify center, which helps okay. solidify quarterback and helps solidify the rest of the offensive line and try to find a guard somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I will play Stephen A here, and I will debate you. I will debate you and say this. Is I Bradbury think- better than Cousins? No. Is Bradbury better than Cousins? I love the random like inflections so in their voices. There's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Here's the greatest thing. The dog, he's old. He's like in his 60s now. The dog is like 65. The dog man. is old. And, oh, Russo, oh, oh, oh. and Russo still has the, but he still has the fastball. I it's unbelievable. Him. I love He him. still has the fastball. Not only does he still have the fastball, he's been elevated to the freaking like primetime show on weekdays for that, so right? Like, That's my point, though. He's <laughs> the man. He's teaching the master everybody. This you... is like Phil Mickelson winning a major in his 50s. I mean, it's like it it, he just keeps getting better. And the fact that he just <laughs> yells and it works is my favorite thing. Anyway, so uh, to get back to the debate, um, in theory, in theory, I agree with what you're saying. Perfect world. But I think what I would do for 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 right now is I think what if I would take the player and it's probably going to be a guard. I would take the deeper positional depth and and pursue that. That spot. Wow. So you're good with Bradbury. You're good with Bradbury. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, not going to. No, no, no. I'm not you're good just good with Bradbury, no, huh? No, no. I'm not good with Bradbury. You're, so you're giving Bradbury an extension. I'm not. No, I'm not giving Bradbury an extension. But I am. But I am good with finding the guy that's going to be the best at solidifying the interior portion of that line for now. Okay. So, so like if I can find the center, that's great. But if Brandon Scherf comes to me and, and is like, "Hey, crazy." Yeah, Brandon, I want to do a deal. My family lives in Iowa. I want to be close to, to home. I'll give you a little bit of a discount. Um, I think he is clearly probably the the top guy on the list that you just went through, Phil. And so I would do Sheriff based on, if I could, based on the fact that he would bring me so much, so much um, solidification there. That I think he would help the center. I'm not and saying it's perfect. All right, and I and I will say, like to your point, there are more guards, there are more like plug and play right. fixes at guard than right. there are at center, which is natural because there's two, you know, there's just more guards in the NFL. But let me throw another name at you Tech on the center it. side. All right, this is the the last name I'll throw at you here. Yep, Brian Allen was the starting center for the Rams last year. He is a free agent. Mm. The right, so he's 26 years old. 
He was uh, like a fourth-round pick. I closed the page out here, but fourth-round pick out of Michigan State a few years ago. And he ranked, according to Pro Football Focus, as the ninth best center in the NFL. Better as a run blocker than a pass blocker, but better overall by far than Garrett Bradbury was. And obviously has a daily working relationship with Kevin O'Connell. Yes. Um, he is considered a starting center in a zone-heavy scheme, specifically, which is likely what the Vikings are going to operate with. Uh, Allen has been one of the better zone run-blocking centers in the NFL in his two years as the Rams' starting center, helping mask a below-average pass-blocking profile. So he's not a great pass blocker, but he's better than Bradbury at that. Uh, he best fits into an offense that utilizes play action frequently and moves the pocket to reduce the number of true pass sets. So, which again, I mean, that's something that can be done, but he would be better than Garrett Bradbury. Um, there's no projected contract here listed for him, but he's going to be cheaper than Brandon Scherf. So All right. that's kind of the, some of it depends on if the Scherf stuff is true and he's an Iowa kid and it makes sense. All right. How much cap space can you clear without right. completely gutting the rest of your team? Right. And he's 30. Like if you're going to sign a 30 year old, that kind of contract, you're looking to win right now or next year. Mm-hmm. So we and we don't yet know what Kevin O'Connell and and Quasi Dofamensa want to do for a timeline. We don't. Are they going to try and run it back? I I don't think so. But we still have basically four weeks for them to tinker with the roster and give us some clues as to what they're thinking. And who who would be the major cap hits if you could get a guy like Sheriff that you would sacrifice? Assuming you can't do Kirk. Oh man, Kendrick, you're, you're saying I can't. So you're saying you're Kirk, has, Kirk. Kirk has to make $45 million? I am saying Kirk is going to stay. and, and Is Kirk better than Dak? Bring, let's say you bring... I'm Prescott! <laughs> is that what he chirped? I couldn't even make out Prescott. Um, okay, let's say you can bring Kirk down a little bit, extend him. Not my choice, but you still have to clear out at least one, if not two, but at least one major cap hit to create room for another cap hit in sure. Um, I probably look to, oh my God. It's tough. I mean, I'm, I look to move Daniil Hunter for a first round pick and draft. It's an edge rusher, heavy draft. And then I'm probably in the edge rusher market in the mm-hmm. first or second round, but you're going to have to clear a chunk. Like yeah. there is no, I know that the cap is fake and all that. Like the Vikings, the, the cap was fake for a few years, and now it's like it's That's not real. fake anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, the cap comes due, and and a lot of the players we're talking about are in their thirties too. Like oh, I I I would I'd love to find a way to make it work with Daniel Hunter, but he's such a big chunk of money, and he's never on the field. So again, and, I, I I have a hard time justifying why would you bring on Brandon Scherf and then say goodbye to Thielen? Like I just I I feel like if you bring on Scherf, you're gonna it's it's like a final piece to your offense type of a move. Right. Harrison Smith. You, I, you got Cam Bynum sitting there. Maybe you trade Harrison Smith for a second-round pick to somebody. I, I think it comes from, if they do that, I think it's from you're subtracting from the defense, not no. the offense. That's my yeah, guess. I think you're probably right. So there you have it. Those are some names to watch. If you guys wanted I, meat and potatoes, you I got hope you're all meat happy. and potatoes. I, I hope you're all happy because today today we put our hand in the ground and we did some digging. <laughs> put your hand in the ground. Come on. Football! 
you know, speaking of meat and potatoes, you can eat meat and potatoes in moderation and still lose yeah. weight. It's crazy. Who knew? Who knew? Except for me now, because the fine folks at Livia Weight Control Centers have helped me turn my life and my weight around. I was uh, approximately 240 pounds a few months back. I was feeling heavy. I looked, well, let's just say there it is. Thank you, Declan Goff. Uh, the guy on the left, you know, let's just call a spade a spade. Pretty fat, not so good. The guy on the right, handsome young man, looking a, like he. What a moose on the th- left. That's a tackle to a guard right there. That's, that's exactly. No, that's a that's a that's a guard to like to a free a, safety. A yeah. wide, yeah, exactly right. A man that runs free now. And how do I do it? Thirty plus pounds. I want you to join me now on the eight week challenge where you. Get your first eight weeks for free. That's right. First eight weeks for free. I lost 26 plus pounds in that time. And you can do the exact same. How? 855. Go dot com. L-I-V-E-A.com. Check them out. Uh, they will help you because it's a simple program. It's great. It's fantastic. They will help you do what they help me do, which is shed the pounds and all those clothes fit again. It's great. Hey, this weekend... The St. Thomas men's hockey team finishes out their last home series against Lake Superior State as they battle through the rugged CCHA. If you're uh, looking to watch some D1 hockey, go check out St. Thomas this weekend. Go uh, Tommysports.com, I should say, for ticket information. Tommysports.com. They play their last home games on Friday and Saturday night this weekend. Um, And you and I are going to be in Declan, too, at the golf show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. And we're going to do just you know, a couple bonus episodes of Mackie and Judd Purple Daily around 1 or one thirty on the stage at the Minneapolis Convention Center, uh, the golf show. I think it's in – I don't want to say what hall it is, but there's signs all over the place, so you'll find it once yeah, you get there. So check it out, 1 or one thirty, and um, we'll see you guys if you want to come and uh, insult us in person on Hang Friday or Saturday. It'd be great. So, all right, boys, uh, we didn't have time to get to this yesterday because we were so jam-packed. But I want to mock! Mock! Podfather Mock has come out with, I think it's a 2.0, Yep, 2.0. but it's not labeled as a 2.0. It's just his next mock. I wonder if his contract negotiations had something, if, uh-huh. if he had a hang up, like, I don't like labeling it 2.0, 3.0. That's for the amateurs. I like the this 2. Is just like, a, like, 2.4, like two point, like the little decimal point <laughs> after, like just a tweak, but it's not so much a third or a fourth. It's yeah. just like a half little, little tweak here and there. Yeah, it's like 2.7. So this is the post-Super Bowl predictions for all 32 first-round picks, including quarterback landing spots mm. from Todd McShay, mm. ESPN.com. I'll fire it back up. All right. There we go. He's got Evan Neal, the offensive tackle from Alabama, going to the Jaguars. I feel like that's mm. becoming a common theme here. The Jaguars are, now that they have Doug Peterson, how do they fortify Trevor Lawrence? Got to protect Clean him. up that disaster last year. All right, number two, to the Detroit Lions, Hometown guy, Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher, Michigan. Got a safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton, going third to the Texans. Wow. Really? Spare, How many safeties have gone top five in the draft last? Did Jamal Adams. Adams? How high was Jamal Adams picked? I would have to look. Where's, did Honey Badger go in the first round? I don't know. No, he fell, I thought, because of Sixth overall oh, yeah. for Jamal Adams. Sixth All overall. The field questions. But still. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher, Oregon. In a free fall to five, he was sort of consensus number one overall guy six months ago, but now he's free falling. 
Uh, let's see. Panthers, no quarterbacks, no quarterbacks. While Drake London, wide receiver USC to the Falcons. Still no quarterbacks. I'm to 10 here. Still no quarterbacks. All right. Kenny Pickett is the first quarterback off the board to the Washington Commanders at 11. He's the QB from Pitt. Yeah. Good luck to him. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'm not fair. I, I'm, I'm not hearing great stuff. About Kenny Pickett or about yeah. the Washington Commanders? <laughs> about both, actually. I can safely say that. He says uh, in the write-up here, he says, I personally have Liberty's Malik Willis ahead of Pickett, but yep. the Pitt signal caller is more NFL-ready, and it's more likely he's the first quarterback off the board in April. That doesn't make sense to me. If Malik Willis no. is the better prospect, then, then you why? don't. Yeah. Exactly. It's a weird logic, and, but okay. And then the Vikings at 12. They've got their pick of... Any quarterback not named Kenny Pickett in any other position here? And according to Todd Father Mock, the Vikings select out of Washington University cornerback Trent McDuffie. I want a mock! Yeah. Mock! A corner. I could very much see that. I Here's the write-up. Yeah, the Vikings have used four first-round picks on defensive backs since 2013, and one more here would tie them with the Packers for the most over that 10-draft span because it's still an issue for them. Minnesota allowed 5.7 yards per play in 2021, which was 26th in the NFL. And its top two cornerbacks, Patrick Peterson and Mackenzie Alexander, aren't under contract for next year. That's another thing to consider when we talk about the Vikings being over the cap. They're 12 or $13 million over the cap. And that doesn't include, like, Patrick Peterson, Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah, who I don't think is coming back. <laughs> Xavier Woods, right? He's not under contract No, either. he's not. He's a free agent as well. Yeah, no, they got some problems. It's, yeah. Or or um, or they don't have problems because they are willing to accept their fate in 22, which would be a totally different conversation. Yeah. McDuffie is smooth and displays good route recognition. I'll give McShay a little football. football for that. As an aside, here's the this is the fun part about this write up. This is another spot where quarterback wouldn't be shocking. Kirk Cousins has one more year left on his deal, so perhaps new general manager Quasi Dofamensa. And new coach Kevin O'Connell opt to take a step toward the future, especially with Liberty's Malik Willis still available in this scenario. So there you have it. I I smell a rope adult from Todd here. And here's He's here's, laying groundwork for a quarterback here. But you know what he's doing? And it's brilliant. It's actually very smart. Why would you shoot your shot with with Malik Willis being a top 10 pick pre-combine. Because you know combine, he's going to knock it out, out of the park, right? Yeah, he'll be the Malik best Willis. combine quarterback. Yeah. So why would you put him, and and I've seen that there are some mocks doing this, why would you put Malik Willis at 6 to Carolina right now? It actually is a veteran-savvy move to be like, hell no, not yet. But but yet in the, but in the commies write-up, he's acknowledging, like, I like this guy more. Yeah. Call him the commies. So in in the write up, he's ba- he's basically saying I like this QB the most. And then when he pops at the combine, I told you so. And there will be a big Malik Willis moves way up in yeah. Father. So I, I think it's a rope and open. It's brilliant. Dude, I would be shocked if Malik Willis was not a top ten pick when it's all said and done. Not because of like I, I, he's not NFL ready right now, but. You're, look around the league at the, yeah. these athletes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, right? Like, you're going to pass on that? Um, so the, the Vikings do in this scenario, and they take a cornerback 
Trent McDuffie. And by the way, like, free agency is going to happen first. And so if the Vikings, you know, we have to see what they address in free agency. And then that will lay groundwork. Obviously, if they trade Kirk Cousins and now they're looking for a bridge quarterback, they're much more likely than to draft Malik Willis. So if they ex- if they extend Kirk Cousins, all right, let's say they, they sign him to a three-year contract and they move some money out into future years, or they don't. Maybe they maybe they extend him with the eye on like 2023 or something. Then what's the percentage chance they draft a quarterback in the first round? I think it's zero, right? If you commit to Kirk Cousins over like a three-year extension, you're out of the, the quarterback yep. draft business for this year. Yep, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, and I and I think ultimately that I, either a team in the top eight or a team that trades up to the top eight will take Malik. Yeah, I I don't think he's around till ten to be. I I, I just your points, Phil, are dead on. I know, and right? in this, like, they are great points, unbelievable points, and what else going on? right now, no, I'm just my point is you with what. Teams now look for, and development-wise, I don't see a team or all teams basically saying, yeah, he might be good, but like, there's so much tied up, and if you're right, it makes you, and potentially it's a franchise. By the way, uh, if you're wondering where does Malik Willis go here, he has the Steelers trading up to 17 with the Chargers and drafting Malik Willis. And then Matt Coral going 18th to the Saints. He's the Ole Miss quarterback. And I thought there was one more quarterback in here. Uh, Packers. No, I think that's uh, that's a wrap. Oh no, I'm sorry. Sam Howell goes to the to the Lions at 32. Lions take another stab at quarterback. So, so there you have it. That's the God the the Toddfather mock. mock right there. Mock! Still waiting on Godfather mock Mel Kiper. Oh, it's coming. I haven't seen his post Senior Bowl situation. So um, that uh, that mock draft update was presented by our friends at Surly. Oh, Surly. Yeah. Mm, let's see here. What was I having a couple of last night with my friends at the Brew Hall? Yeah, that's right. Surly Furious IPA. Delicious. Fantastic. And, and you know, football's done. I get that. Football's done. But there's still plenty of sports to watch. And when you're watching sports Saturday or Sunday, sitting on the couch, and you're thinking, I would sure like to be sipping on a beer. Make sure it's from our friends at, at Surly Brewing. And if you ask Sports Dad, I would advise you make it a Surly Furious right. IPA. And if you are a business owner out there and you're looking for the best frontline protection, you're looking for the best risk management tools and resources and a guiding hand, you should be in on Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated, in addition to supporting us, has been supporting businesses for over 100 years they're based in Owatonna, Minnesota. They are one of us, so to speak. And you can find a full list of industries Federated protects on their website at federatedinsurance.com. Federated, where it's our business to protect yours. Football. All right. It's Thursday. All right. And that means it's time for the random Viking of the week. Oh, play the music. And Declan, you're playing without a net here, without a safety yeah. net. You don't get Tyler Fornis as your tag team partner. Without a net. <laughs> but Declan and Tyler Fornis uh, have, have been doing very well together. So either Declan and or Tyler have rolled off four consecutive wins here in Random Viking mm. of the Week to close Judd's lead to a 15-10 to 10 gap. Mm, mm. The young Can bucks. Judd stop the skid here? Yep. Yep. The, the last four 
Random Vikings have been Toby Gerhardt, Jarek McKinnon, John Carlson, and Jermaine Wiggins. I should have got Jermaine Wiggins. I'm very upset. That was, that that was, it was a buzzer beater finish. Yes, that was that was fun last week. Because I said it right. I said it, but he, he be started first. You got to be quicker than he, that. Well, no, and I. But I mean, I should have gotten that that one after like three or four. Clues. Oh, sure. Well, you didn't. I'm most upset about the fact yeah. that I didn't. I mean, I covered mm-hmm. the guy. I loved him. He's a great quote. I feel like you've covered most of the random Vikings that we've had. Gerhardt, I covered. Carlson, I, Carlson, I did, but I didn't real. I didn't feel bad about that one. No. So here's how this works: I throw out a series of clues. Each of you get up to three incorrect guesses until you are eliminated. You can shout out guesses whenever you want. You can ask me questions whenever you want. I can choose whether or not I answer them. Play along at home if you will. Maybe we'll create a home version of this. <laughs> Sell it to people. Hmm. Yeah. Broadcast it. Um, <laughs> Can't wait right. till we do that. This random Viking of the week hails originally from Philadelphia, the fighting city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Fighting out of Rocky. the blue order. Rocky Balboa. This random Viking of the week played college football in the Pac-12. Maybe, maybe, was it, or maybe it was the Pac-10. No. Sure. Whatever it was at the time. The Pac. The Pac. Played in the Pac. Got it. I don't, I don't remember when they went from 10 huh. to 12. Nice I, job, Trebek. I had no idea. Yeah. I don't remember when they were Pac-10. <laughs> well, Trebek. This random Viking of the Week graduated college with a double major in poli-sci and history. Oh, wow. Smart guy. That's political science for those of you. Oh, got it. Went to St. Cloud State. Yep. And history? Yep. Poli-sci and history. Okay, so double dude. major. This random Viking of the Week was part of three NFL organizations as a player, but only actually played in regular season games with one of those franchises. All right, I'm going to take a guess. I swear to God. Whoa. I'm going to take a guess. Well, the fact he's so smart. Um, Brett Favre? I think the Pac-10 or Pac-12 team you're talking about is UCLA. I'm going to guess Chris Cluey. He's back, boys. Are you kidding he me? He is back, dude. Wow. I didn't wow. know he was from Philadelphia. Wow. I am. I am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't even it's, let me get to my fun clues. Can I um, read some of the other clues? Well, because I did. Because I waited too long last week. I mean, I didn't know last week, but I waited too, yeah. too long. But yeah, yeah, sure. Run through your cute little clues <laughs> as I take my victory lap. He describes himself as quote cheerfully agnostic, uh, despite stating he is confused first. by atheism. He did agree to speak at the 2014 American Atheist Convention. That would have, I think, been I don't really get thing, atheism, yeah. but sure, I'll, I'll take I'll a chance to speak of this thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Cheerfully agnostic. That's a great, it's a great denomination. Um, in addition to football, he's also a skilled musician. He has published three books. He was hired as the special teams coach at Edison High School in Huntington Beach, California, in 2017. And he created a unique <laughs> weapon for the game Path of Exile. That's called the Poet's Pen Carved Wand. Big gamer, big time gamer. Oh yeah, he's a huge gamer, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so Judd Zolgad. So he wow. played for stack on the board. He played for Seattle. Got picked up by the Vikings. I think at the end of training camp, two thousand five. Yeah. Uh, who, who's the third team? I the Raiders. Was, was it Oakland. Yeah, I think the Raiders. the Raiders. Oh, okay. I think he was there. I'll get that as like a training oh, camp curious. person, or was a practice gotcha. squad or something. I think I remember him being. Oh, in yeah, Oakland. Raiders. Post- two thousand thirteen Raiders, and yeah. they they cut him. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. 
he was, uh, I mean, he's the one, he got into the big public spat with the Vikings and wrote the big thing on Deadspin about Mike Prefer and. Yes. Yeah. And he's so. also the guy that said, if we play this, this Monday night game on the frozen turf at TCF Bank Stadium, somebody is going to die. And the Vikings mocked him and said, we're yeah. playing and Brett Favre, and Brett almost, Favre died. almost died. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was right. Chris was yeah. right. Team yeah. couldn't stand it, but he was, but he was proven correct. So there you go. That's the random Viking of the week here. Hey, before we get done, Phil, Declan Goff, champion. Write that down, Purple oh. Daily Champion. Yeah, I'm really upset I missed that accountability. Like I, I tried so but hard. You won for the season. Wait, what? Oh, I won the I won the twenty twenty one? You won twenty twenty one. Oh, I didn't know that. I- Okay, I was hoping that Declan would he hadn't he hasn't listened yet. I was ho- planning on him going back listening and then bringing that to us. But yes. Oh no, I want to congratulate him right now. He beat ah! me. Congratulations, Declan Goff. You were on your sick bed. I'm sorry, Phil, but Dex was on a sick bed and he won. I was proud of him. So here's here's what happened, Declan. So you know, Judd had five predictions on the yeah. board. You had one, and and you guys were you guys were like a, a tenth of a percentage point away from each other going into the week. So Judd whiffed on four and got the fifth one right. But one of the ones he whiffed on, he whiffed on it twice because he predicted twice that Matthew Stafford would be the AP NFL uh, MVP. He predicted it like three months apart. You guys wound up, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was like 36.64 and 36.5. Five six. Holy crap! It was literally within like it was awesome. Yeah, hundreds of a and I cost myself completely. And so if Judd hadn't made that prediction twice, then he would have won. It was the closest race. Going back to Mackie and Judd, write that down in history. It was one of the closest races. And then of course you hit two two touchdowns. Two massive. I know. I I, oh that was was a great week for you. I I I got everything set up yesterday. Like at ten. Like all right, I'm gonna power through this as I'm like literally crawling to the living room. And then as I'm getting set up, I was like, nope, I had to crawl right back to the bathroom. And I was like, nope, I can't do it. I can't move. So, so you weren't even there to be crowned wasn't and to even, be celebrated. This wasn't even my Jordan flu mm-hmm. game. This was like when, when Jay Cutler got on the exercise bike in, in the NFC Championship game. I was like, no, I'll just let Caleb Haney do this. I'm, I'm not coming back in for this. I'm just yeah. going to Someone give me a smoke. <laughs> you pulled your Marlboro out. So congratulations anyway, awesome. to Jacqueline Goff, the, uh, yes, the champion exactly. of the first season of Purple Daily. Write that down. And the listeners wound up taking the touchdown. They had another touchdown. Sixteen touchdowns for the listeners. A, a, a very they throw. Show. They do. They do throw they, deep they, a lot. They throw deep. They yeah, throw deep, which yep. is awesome. So, all right, daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl before we die. That's all we ask for. We'll see you guys tomorrow.